I think it's fair to say that we don't want to be talking about the C word. So let's have a little bit of a distraction today and let's do a fun topic that I've been wanting to do for a while. You know the phrase, you can do anything but you can't do everything. I've been thinking about that this week and I thought it'd be fun for us to chat about the things that we as parents have decided to opt out of because you can't do everything and you might be surprised at some of the things that we don't do. Hi, I'm Alexi. And I'm Karen. And this is the Crash Test Mummies Podcast. <laughs> right, Alexi, have you stopped snacking now? Mm-hmm. I'm done. But I have a plate <laughs> of trail mix looking at me like it really wants to be eaten, so. You're oh. pregnant. You graze. You graze away, my friend. Everything wants to be eaten right now, including a chicken yeah. sandwich. You have no idea the pain. A chicken sandwich? I know. Do you know how about it? It's, it's killing me. Yeah, like all I that's want. mad. A crispy chicken sandwich. <sighs> <laughs> I won't tell anyone. The struggle. I won't tell any vegan friends of yours. The struggle is real. Anyway, mm. yes. So yeah, what do you think about this topic today? I was really excited when you sent it to me because I thought, yes, especially right now, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I've taken a little bit of a hiatus because of the pressure to be doing all the things and being everywhere and feeling this way and that way and not being enough. And I feel like this topic is perfect for all of us moms who are going through the C word right now and (laughs) need to be reminded that we can't do everything because there's so much pressure right now to do everything all the time. Like when's the last time you just stopped and sat down and said, actually, I'm not doing this because I feel like as moms, it's so hard to force ourselves to just stop. Yeah, I think as well, I I have learned since the boys have been at home that if you try something and it goes badly, it's okay. Um, like I was really hard on myself when I tried to do salt dough with kids. And <laughs> they were happy for half an hour, but then it ended up like smooshed into the grass. And I also tried to make bubble wands out of canes and string. Oh. And they just thought that they would be better as weapons and uh, got broken. And I was like, oh, I wanted to be this like super brilliant mom. And you get so, because you you make this image in your head of what that mom is going to be. And then you get so mad and you have to take a step back and realize that life isn't an Instagram photo. And more often than not, things don't turn out the way that you think they're going to turn out because they're kids and like a bubble wand is a sword to a kid, (laughs) you know, like, let's be honest. Everything is a sword is a sword to a kid. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah. I, I think maybe when they look back at it, they'll in their mind, they will think that, you know, they really enjoyed (laughs) making the bubble wands or playing with the salt dough, even although it was in reality only for, eight minutes and uh I didn't get angry I just took a bit of a breather and was like oh I'm failing at this but I mean I think that we do put so much pressure on ourselves to to try and do everything and now that we have social media and we have Pinterest we look at these things and we think I can do that I can do that I can do that no you can't you can do one of those things and if it goes wrong it's okay as well I think to stay sane 
and to give ourselves a break, we have to understand that although some things might be essential to some parents, uh, it might not be for us and we might have to just do things to give ourselves a break and uh, have an easier life because it's not worth it. Yeah, and let me be the first to say to all of you fellow non-Pinterest moms out here, I am not a Pinterest mom. I did make Salto. And like you said, it was fun and it was cute, but it lasted about five seconds. And then like the kitchen was a mess with flour in the same way with like baking with the kids every Christmas. I'm like, this looks like, oh, look at this. They're ma- they're baking. Oh, that, that'll be so much fun. No, it's never fun. And I love that it is fun for some people. Like, I think that's amazing. But that, like you said, that doesn't mean that it's right for everyone. And you have to be okay with that. Not even just like give yourself grace. You have to be okay with that. Like every kid's different. Every mom's different. I'm not a Pinterest mom. I have never, maybe once, done a Pinterest experiment. <laughs> that, maybe once. I'll say maybe yeah. once because I'm sure there's been a time where I've been like, oh, that was great. Like for the most part, my kids are like all over the place. They want, they're, they're interested for five seconds and then I'm left with the mess to clean up. And they would rather be building habitats for their animals all day. It's just me who yeah. wants to create this memory with them or this thing. And like, yeah, it looks really good on Pinterest. And the Pinterest tagline says, easy. So like mm. my mind is immediately sparked. And then it's never, it's never easy. Never, ever. <laughs> yeah. Bug hotels are a big thing in our garden as well, where, yeah, they'll just be digging in the in the mud and... Um, yeah, see, I might already be walking into another of these, uh, things that are going to go wrong, but I have bought them a sand pit and what are they called in America? Yeah. Like sand pits. It's pretty, yeah. I feel like that's accurate. Jonah, Jonah called it something else the other day and I was like, no, you're watching too much YouTube. Yeah. Maybe (laughs) see, I, because I'm like both, I can hear it either way and it'll be right, but Sandbox. Sandbox, yes. Yeah. That is right. Anyway, so I've got this sandpit sandbox coming uh, and it's going to sit on top of the mud that they dig up. Uh, So I'm not sure how they will feel about it, like whether they will actually play with the sand or whether all of the sand will just get poured out onto the grass. But we will see. Um, Yeah, we've gone back and forth on the sandbox idea because I feel like it's cheap and they would really enjoy it. It's just something Mm. like they love the kinetic sand and stuff, but imagine being able to sit in a vat of sand and just dig. (laughs) Yeah. I had one when I was a kid and I feel like it kept me entertained for ages. But then like, I feel like when we were kids, we, I don't know, like our generation, I feel like played outside and it was a lot easier to just be entertained by ourselves than we've raised our kids to kind of be more reliant on, let's do this activity. Let's do this activity. Now do this. And maybe that's actually part of the problem is that we put so much pressure to keep our kids occupied that they no longer have the capacity to occupy themselves like we did. Yeah. Yeah. Not to go uh, all negative. I'm just saying. (laughs) No, no. And also the temptation of uh, going in to watch YouTube is uh, like heroin for my children. So yeah, getting them outdoors is a bonus. Yeah. See, my Uh, kids... Oh, sorry. So no, it's fine. Just that if they're playing in the mud, then I I consider that a win. Yeah, over totally. Screen time. Totally, and that's what I was gonna say. Because I have let my parenting absolutely go to to um, 
a word I'm not going to say because it's not explicit. <laughs> I've kind of let my parenting go downhill during this quarantine because I'm pregnant. I'm exhausted. And I'm just kind of like moody. I'm really worn out like emotionally because I, you know, it's, it is, it's exhausting, but my kids have gotten so darn good at playing by themselves. And it's been mm. halfway to a miracle because they were not good six weeks ago. And now they entertain each other and they just are outside running around building habitats for their animals for like three hours. And I'm like, this is, yeah. this is great. They only come in yeah. for snacks every five minutes. You know, I'll take, I'll take that as a win. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, right, we have been waffling for ten minutes. 10 minutes. Uh, so let's get on to the things that we don't do because I find this interesting because I think even between us, we will differ on some of these things. Totally. Uh, so do you want to kick off with one? What don't you do that you think people probably expect or assume that you do? Um, we don't have family dinners. Oh, do you not? No. And I feel okay. like that and it does like weigh on me sometimes because I see all the things about the importance of a family dinner and I totally get that and like growing up we had family dinners and I think there will come a time where we will have family dinners as a unit but right now because my kids go to bed at six o'clock 6 30 um I feed them at like five and right. So okay. They eat separate, and sometimes I'll cook like what Adam and I are going to eat for dinner, and they'll have that. Or sometimes I'll cook them something separate. Like it all depends on how the day is gone. But my kids yeah. eat totally separate to Adam and I. Also, because sometimes Adam doesn't get home from work until like seven o'clock. You know? Yeah, I was going to say he does. He works late sometimes, doesn't he? Yeah, and so for us right now, it's just easier to get them fed and in bed. And that's the other thing is I don't think a lot of parents put their kids in bed at six o'clock. But for us, that kind of is like, it keeps me sane at least. And I know it gives Adam and I that little bit of time. Even It's only like two hours before we go to bed, but it gives us two hours to do something. So that's a huge one that I think is like going to be weird for a lot of people. But yeah, we don't do family dinners. And whenever we've tried to do like, let's do family dinner for a week, it really has never worked out. And the kids end up mm. not really interested in like having a conversation anyway. They're just eating their food. Yeah, I get told to be quiet <laughs> by Jonah. Like I'll keep badgering him because yeah, we do we do all sit down together. Um and uh that has only been since we've had a, a nice dining table to all sit around because before we didn't have enough space for all of us. So it's only been in the past year or so that we've actually enjoyed uh, sitting down together and actually our dining room space isn't an enjoyable place to be because it's kind of mid renovation and um yeah you 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 don't want to force family dinners if it's not practical i mean yeah you don't want to be one of those parents who's like no we are going to do this because that's what you do and then yeah. and then no one's having fun eating their dinner or talking and it's all forced but um, like i feel like when we're older and like we can have a conversation about how was your day at school? And I haven't been with the kids all day and we can all eat at like 6.37. It'll be fun. Yeah. But like I want to get my kids in bed. I need to get them calmed down. They need to have had their food. Then they watch a show right before they go to bed. Then they wrestle with their dad when he gets home from work. Like there's still a routine there, but it just doesn't make sense yeah. for us. And for me, I got to like block out the haters who are like you have to have family dinner because it just doesn't work. Well, I was going to say, I I was surprised when you did say that, but actually, I think there's probably a lot of people 
that don't have family dinners because, you know, their kids will have clubs and like, you know, partners are working late. And Mm -hmm. sometimes practically it's difficult to get everyone together at the same time. Yeah, it is. And to be honest, most most, uh, dinner times, Winter doesn't join us because he's normally taking a danger nap at that point and then he wakes up at 11 to eat his dinner so yeah <laughs> anyway we'll yeah that. that's I mean <laughs> it just makes me laugh it just makes me laugh because it's I would never <laughs> I would never do that <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> like that's something uh, that I wouldn't do <laughs> no no I know um yes so one thing that I don't do and I don't know if you do or whether it's a generational thing, but I do not iron anything. Like I don't, I don't own an iron because I did own an iron. I think I got, got it as a wedding present, but Chris and I are quite scruffy and we never wear, you know, suits. Well, I don't wear a suit, but Chris doesn't wear a suit, doesn't like it. And we both work at home. So it'd be weird if we wore suits at home, but uh yeah don't own an iron do not iron any of the kids clothes and they may be crumpled but I honestly don't even notice I can tell you 2000% that there are probably at least 40% of the women who listen to this podcast or women in general are the same I oh, really oh my gosh I did not own an iron and then Adam mm. started working well Adam is in the military so obviously Adam had Adam had to iron his military stuff and then we moved to America and it was the biggest thing that like we got, I was like, I'm not, I will not iron your clothes. My mom always ironed my dad's clothes. Like I remember Adam started working like an important job. He needed his shirts ironed. And I was like, I'm not ironing your shirts. Like I will not do yeah. that. I don't even know how to work an iron. I've never used it. Not a priority for me. So we do have an iron and an ironing board. I have never in my life used it, <laughs> but Adam uses it. And so I do not think you're alone on that one. And that's something that I am not going to waste my time with. I am a scrub. (laughs) Well, I mean, you're at home as well. Like, I'm glad that, I'm glad in a way that you don't iron his stuff because you would only be ironing his stuff to iron his stuff. It's not like, oh, well, I'm going to be ironing a bunch of stuff anyway, so give me your things. You should only be doing it for him and... Yeah. I don't think that's very you. Yeah. Like I get the women who like have the pleated pants and stuff. I mean, I don't get them, but I get that there are women out there who love fashion. Yeah. And they have to iron their clothes or like even working women. Like I'm sure my sister has to iron her clothes, but it's just not something that's a priority for me. And like, I know some people like iron their kids clothes and you can bet your booty. I'm not ironing my kids clothes. (laughs) It's just like of the things on my to-do list, that's definitely on the bottom. Yeah, I mean, my kids, like today, for example, I got them dressed. Jonah, who's six, you know, he should still be fully clothed mm. uh, by 10 a.m. naked. And I said, where, where have your clothes gone? I don't, I don't know. Yep. Right, put some on, change to a different outfit by 11 a.m. naked again. Oh, what? Yeah. Where are these clothes going? And then like, I find them in like... In the bathroom? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. In the, in the garden or yeah in the bathroom and like yeah if I'd ironed it all I would be super pissed but actually I don't so you know he just makes more work for me anyway Mm -hmm. I really do not have enough hours in the day as it is so I ain't doing no ironing totally all right another one for me is that I pick up my kids messes (laughs) (laughs) yeah but 
I know Adam gets so mad at me. He's like, they need to learn to pick up their own mess. They need to make their own beds in the morning. They need to have some responsibility. Yeah, I know. But you're not the one who has to fight with them for 20 minutes to pick up the to- the one toy sitting on the floor and put yeah. it in the box. Like it would take me three seconds or I could sit here and fight with them for 20 minutes. And like, same thing with the bed. Oh my goodness. Watching Hudson try to make his bed literally makes me cringe. Like, <laughs> first of all, the drama that goes into moving his bed, his bed, like his duvet, as if it's the heaviest thing in the world. And like the look of pain on his face. And you're just like, actually, you know what? Just get away. I'll do it myself. Like it's I've got other oh, things to do yeah. in the day than watch you make your bed. Yeah. yeah. And again, I get it. I should be teaching them responsibility and forcing them to clean up all their messes. And like, I know that they clean up their messes at school. Like they put the cleanup oh, song. Right. They put the cleanup song, and my kids clean. I get mm. that. Like the other day, I was like, "Hey guys, we're gonna clean today. Like, you guys want to help me scrub the baseboards? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> now they're fine. I'll do it myself. But like, yeah, their toys. That's that's a me thing now, and um. I would love to live in a world where it wasn't, and I will. We will get there, but right now, twenty minutes versus five. I'll take five. Yeah, and yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like you, um, there, there'll probably there probably will be a time when it's right to teach them how to do it. But right now, you got other things. You got to pick your battles, and that is not one right now. Yep, we have rules about certain things, like. The forcing, the cleaning stuff when I don't even like make my own bed is kind of one of those things. That I'm like, ah. Now, this is definitely something that I know that we are very different on, and you have spoken about it already. But in this house, we do not have a strict bedtime. I know. <laughs> you know, and you are speechless every time, I think, aren't you? Not in like I mean, a negative way, but for me and no. my community, I couldn't do it. I would literally go crazy. Yeah. Well, I think what it was, the, the reason that it started, and I have told you this before, is because Chris and I both worked full time. Oh, see, no strict bedtime. It's nine o'clock and I can hear squealing. Um, Yeah, when Chris and I worked full time, with Jonah, Jonah went to childcare at five months and we were away all day, pick him up. And the only time that we would get to see him was in the evening. So, so the only time that we would get to spend quality time with him would be in the evenings. And we actually liked spending time with him at that point. <laughs> Not that we don't know, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, we, uh, yeah, we indulged in our first child and like oh yeah well we wouldn't want to be having our own time because you know we want to spend time with our child making memory but the the more children we've had the more we've made a rod for our own backs but yeah there's no routine i mean it differs from day to day which a lot of people will not be able to get on board with but it works for us i was gonna say yeah but it works for you and yeah just like we don't have family dinner which i'm sure some people are gonna think is crazy but you know what? I think you'd be proud because the last like two weeks, nighttime has been a bit rough. And so I have gotten into the habit of putting their ki- the kids in bed and then getting mm-hmm. on the Peloton. And 99% of the time, they start playing in the playroom while I'm on the Peloton. And I'm like, I don't care. I'm do- This is my me time. I'm going to ride the Peloton. I'll deal with you going to bed after. 
after. And so they have been going to bed later, but I'm still getting the time to myself, but I'm letting them play. And I'm kind of like, if you guys are going to play and entertain yourselves and not make a fuss for me, then we can, Mm. we can kind of wiggle this a little bit more. But the second they start pounding on the door and needing me, that's when I'm like, bedtime. See ya. This is why you don't get to stay up late. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, Sorry. Have we stopped screaming? just want to make it clear that Chris is upstairs with the children. They are not just screaming and me ignoring them. No, that's fact, another I thing think... that she doesn't do. She just <laughs> lets them kill each other. <laughs> he, yeah, I'm pretty sure that he uh, incites the uh, the wrestling and the excitement. Like, why are you why are you trying to wake him up? Like, mm-hmm. um, like Fox has learned in the past couple of days to put his finger on his mouth and he's trying to go shh but he goes and blows and like he was settling down last night and Chris was like oh let's see if he'll do it Fox shh and then like totally started waking him up again I was like what are you doing like we had him there anyway right hit me with another one of your no-nos yeah I have a good one thanks Karen Uh, (laughs) I was like Karen you know my life help me out here Um, I do not document my children's lives via photos photo books I none none of my kids have ever had a baby book I've never had a pregnancy book or like a baby journal I only know the day that Hudson started walking because it was on Adam's birthday and he was eight months old other than that I can tell you about my kids' lives, but I can't tell you dates. Can you tell me about Hudson's? Like, do you know Hudson's or do you just not know any of them? I mean, I can give you like brief time frames, but I don't have pictures and videos and books of like when they grow up and they want to see like their baby book, like there's not going to be a baby book. And I, I, ha- I actually have a baby book for each of them, but I don't have the time to sit down and do it. And like printing pictures, I can't tell you the last time I got a picture printed. Adam and I were saying our walls are bare because the last time that I got like pictures printed was for Christmas when we still lived in England. I printed Adam a a bunch of like pictures of our family. So we have no pictures of Presley like on the walls or in the house because we don't get them printed. And not because I don't want them because I do, but because again, it's just like not on the top of my priority list. And I find it really difficult to sit down and write everything down and like the day that Presley started walking or the day that Hudson started walking, it was a huge momentous day. And like, I'm sure I documented it on Facebook and like, yeah, I have my Instagram, but I, I don't know what I'll do like when they get older. And I, that's why I'm documenting this pregnancy a lot more because I feel really guilty about not having anything for the other two. I've been trying to, yeah, I've been trying to take a lot more videos of Presley because I'm like the way she says things right now are so cute and I want to remember this and like I want to have that for her when she grows up so like maybe I'll be able to make a video album of some sort but yeah like the baby books and the pregnancy books it does make me sad that there will come a time or there may come a time that I won't remember these things because I didn't take the time to document it I very briefly did a journal with Jonah when I was pregnant with him uh, that was supposed to be designed for like writing letters to them, hmm. uh, but <laughs> that did not last long. Yeah, well, that's the other thing. Is like I'm hoping that my blog kind of serves as a sort of journal with the pictures and the things that I'm writing, 
And like I said, I'm working way harder this pregnancy to document it. Like you can see on my Instagram, like I'm taking a lot more bump pictures and cop talking about the way I'm feeling and blah, blah, blah. But I mean, that's about as good as it gets for me. I feel like I am lazy, but I'm not lazy at all. I just have 8 million things going on. And these are the things that I don't do. And see, now I'm feeling guilty. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I think people would be quite surprised, actually, that both of us who are very good at documenting everything online don't actually document them for our kids. Although we could just like direct them to Instagram when they're yeah. older. And th- but then I think like, my mom kept like boxes and boxes of like baby stuff and it was like nice to go through but like I w- would never sit and like read I don't think she ever wrote like a journal for me and if she did I don't know if I would go back and read it I don't I'm not that interested in like when what my first word was or when I started talking and I can't imagine that most kids grow up and they're like I want to know everything about my first year of life yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't particularly care about my first year of life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have your own and you realize, well, they're all the same anyway. Like, I was probably just like them. <laughs> yeah, weirdly, <clears throat> one thing that I don't do is the thing that we always used to do. And that is soft play. And I hate it. I really, really hate it. I think it just feels unclean. It's a really hectic environment. But you know what I would like is someone to open a soft play where there's actually a nice coffee shop. Mm. It just seems like a nice place to be because, I mean, I haven't been to any that have made me feel like it's not like crawling with germs. Yeah, I totally get that. And I was totally on the same page as you. But a new one opened up near us. And I absolutely mm. adore it. And they've done such a good job of keeping it clean. And like very noticeably while all the kids are there, like cleaning it throughout the day. I mean, obviously we're wow. not doing any soft play right now, but I do trust it. And they had the coffee shop is in the middle. So the kids are always around you. So mm-hmm. they, and they have like the play place on the side. And then they have like the least a bunch of stations where you can be a firefighter or a hairdresser or a police officer or a vet or a doctor whatever and they have like a little town for the kids and it's never busy which helps but when I do think back like the smell of feet in soft play areas is is the one thing that I find overwhelmingly disgusting and the parents who don't watch their kids and their kids are little jerks I've posted about (laughs) I've posted about this on my Instagram before because it's one thing that really bugs me is parents use soft play as an excuse to let their kids run wild and they don't pay attention to them. And then I have, yeah. um, excuse me, your kid is yeah. repeatedly stealing the toy from mine and I'm trying to help, but uh, I can't really say much to your child. Yeah. I, yeah. I also find that really awkward. Like, I mean, I met up with a few friends from Instagram at a soft play that was kind of like in the middle between of where we all lived. And there was a, an awkward situation where someone uh one of my kids got into a bit of a fight with one of the other kids and I think one of my kids punched the other one and like you know I had to be like really strict and like what are you doing and like the other mum was clearly annoyed and like I felt embarrassed and it was just like a horrible situation and I mean, I've been, we've been on both sides of it. So we've had someone hit one of our kids and then vice versa. And 
sometimes you get that parent who mm-hmm. is not understanding and isn't like, oh, you know, don't worry about yeah, it. We've all been there. Yeah. It can be really annoying. Like, look, sorry, not really annoying, really annoyed. And then it makes it even worse, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree that 90% of the time, again, before we found this place that I really like, I would leave soft play feeling mildly enraged <laughs> mm. by something. Yeah. What is different about this one that you actually like? Like I said, it's clean. Like the smell of feet isn't overwhelming. The coffee shop is in the middle. So you have, you can see like every angle from wherever you choose to sit. It's never been busy when we've gone. And there's just, it's more activities than just a dirty soft play. Like I think my kids enjoy like pretending they're firefighters more than they do climbing through and the sliding thing. I don't know. I just like it. It just feels cleaner. Maybe because it's brand new. So it's like undiscovered and still clean. But but also like it's also like for me, taking my kids to soft play is letting them exert a great deal of energy in a short deal of time. And they're so entertained that they don't often need that much from me. So I am yeah. I am kind of pro soft play, except for like McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, which my kids, that's that would never happen. <laughs> what was I going to say? Is there anything that you don't do that surprises you? Like things that you thought were a given as a parent, but actually you avoid? Because like for me, I thought I would be like really hectic, like knowing my personality. I thought that I would be like micromanaging everything that they do and hovering around but actually I just don't because <laughs> because as soon as I see them all playing well together in the garden yeah, you run and like, hide that is my chance to make a coffee or something you know what I mean yes no I totally agree I'd, I'd say that's like a general mom rule especially like you have your first and you want to be there for everything and you're constantly watching them and then you have your second and you're like yeah actually I need a break and anytime, but then it's like, anytime it's too quiet, I'm also like, Oh my gosh, I'm scared. Like, what am I going to find? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think that like my mom was such a, she was always on the ball of everything. And I definitely don't live up to her, but like the house was always clean. She was always cleaning. Plus she worked a full-time job. And, but then again, I like, I played a lot by myself. I remember like playing a lot by myself, but for me, I feel like in my head, like becoming a mother and a wife was like, I'd be cleaning and doing the laundry and like, you know, the, the whites have to be separate from the darks and everything has to be folded and put in the basket. Like my mom would fold the laundry and iron the laundry while we were watching TV. And now that Mm -hmm. I'm grown up and I have a family that is just not a priority. Like my priority is more on -on one-on-one time with the kids, trying to get them engaged like experiencing life with them while also giving them their space, trying to keep things clean, also trying not to go crazy. But I'm not like, my house is 99% of the time, like a bit of a wreck. (laughs) Mm. And that's something that, and like my mom comes over and she's like, oh my goodness, like we need to fix fix your pantry. (laughs) And like, it's a pantry. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I know where everything is. My pantry doesn't have to look like perfect. But I, the best yeah. my mom. So I think little things like that, that maybe for some people are a huge priority. Like I need, um, what is that book? Marie Kondo to come and like do my house because, oh. I, because I'm not going to do it. And I like the idea and it looks yeah. cool, but like 
again, it's just not the top of my priorities. Like my priorities are healthy food, healthy snacks, you know, mm. getting my kids outside. Whereas another parent's priorities might be having a really clean house, um, doing the law, making sure the laundry's done for their kids and their husband and, you know, whatever else. But I don't think that mm. any of those things are wrong. And I don't even yeah. think that it's fair to say like you have to have a balance. I think that every household and every family works differently. And like my relationship with Adam, he makes the bed in the morning because it's just not a priority for me, but it's a priority for him. Whereas I'm sure for a lot of couples, the wife makes the bed, you know? Yeah, that's a really good point, actually, is that there are things that I don't do that Chris does. And I don't think that it's uh, necessarily a bad thing, whether that you prioritize different things, because it means that more things get done, I guess. But yeah, we um, we definitely have different priorities. Like like for Chris, it's really important that the kitchen's tidy. And for me, I prioritize different things. And then he gets annoyed at me because I'm not prioritizing doing the kitchen. And so it can start fights, I guess. <laughs> yeah, all of this to say that whether you love cleaning your house or you're a total Pinterest mom and you get a ton of joy out of doing the Pinterest activities with your kids, we all have to let something go. Again, whether that's ironing your clothes, letting your kids stay up all night, making your kids go to bed really early so you can have some free time, scheduling time for yourself on the Peloton. Like we all have to do those things and that's okay. And I, like I said in the beginning, it's so easy to get caught up in this world where we can see what everyone else is doing and think to ourselves, I'm not doing enough, but really you are doing enough. Like you're a mother, you're always doing enough. In fact, you're probably doing too much. And like I yeah. said, that's why I'm taking an Instagram hiatus because it was too stressful. I was doing too much and I needed to take a step back, reanalyze my own life instead of analyzing everyone else's life and get back to the basics, which is like my family and my messy house and my crazy kids. I messaged Karen today and was like, my kids are psychos. They are total psychos, <laughs> but I love my psychos. Yeah, I know. Exactly. You wouldn't have it any other way. No, I would never have it any other way. And that, like, just because I don't put ironing and laundry as, like, a priority on my list doesn't make me a bad mom. And just because you aren't a Pinterest perfect mom, that doesn't make you a bad mom. Every mom has their own strengths and you have to like live for yours because your kids are going to love that that's your strength and they're going to remember that. And when they're talking about their mom, when they're older, they're going to be like, wow, my mom was so good at this. They're not going to say the things that you didn't do because that's just not relevant. Like if you master and bring passion to the things that you enjoy doing with them and forget about the rest, you know, or not forget about it, but make your husband do it. (laughs) That's all that matters. (laughs) Yeah, I would love to hear what um, you guys don't do or do. I think that we're all different, but also there's no shame in not doing stuff because we know exactly what it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. to not be able to do everything. And uh, yeah, share your thoughts. Yeah, we all want to hear it. And let me just end this podcast by saying that I'm sitting here doing a podcast and my daughter just came out of the toilet with a thing of toilet paper and made me wipe her butt right here. So (laughs) that's one thing I don't do is wipe my child's butt on the toilet, apparently. So, you know, we're all just doing our best. (laughs) We're all doing our best, exactly. 
Uh, right, well, um, let's try and, and meet up soon for another chat. We will see you back here. Turn on notifications because who knows when the next episode will be. Hopefully it'll be sooner rather than later. Yes, hopefully soon. We both tried to do episodes with our husbands. And my husband was mad that he couldn't cuss. And Karen's husband and her were too drunk to do theirs. So <laughs> here we are without husbands. See you some Tuesday. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye.